back to the Compound Podcast. Uh, I am Scott Efros, back again, uh, guest hosting for our friend Ian Happ, who's playing, is it the ninth inning, I think? Yeah, it's bottom Colorado. eight. They're down 6-4. Out in the western, well, I guess it's it sounds like Mount, mountain time zone. It sounds like mountain we got hacked. Have a little rhythm, Scotty. Come on, a little rhythm. 175 presented by Parse Rum. Um, I'm worried Scott's never talked before. This seems like the first time (laughs) Scott's ever said word. It's a a late night for me, too, you know? Come on. Um, I've been thinking of things to say all day. Um, (laughs) This is episode 175 presented by Parse Rum. Uh, Maybe after the game, if it's early enough, they finish soon. Ian will have a nice Parse Rum. I don't have any here. You know, hint whoever to send me some. But, yeah. So that's what we're doing. I it's my favorite when you fill in, Scotty. It really is. Well, Tom said before the show, it's like a save opportunity. So I've got I've already walked the first two guys uh, to start. Uh, we got we got two step offs yeah. too. So you're out of picks. Oh shit! We should start with absolutely the most important news. This podcast. Ian's not here. Sorry, Tom. We're going to talk a little football here, Zach. Bingo. What a whirlwind of emotions last night. I I said in our group text. The most insane, like, it wasn't the best football game I've ever seen played, for sure, but the most insane as far as, like, range of emotions. There was four, like, oh, my God, I've never seen anything like this moment. Fallon's Insta story of pictures of Zach was actually hilarious. (laughs) It was so good. She's getting great content. I did not speak for a good hour last night, and it was like... You were slumped. You were slumped. A broken man. What 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 did I say like all day and all summer leading up to? It? I said I'm terrified. Like there's and I was joking. I was like, but serious. I was like, it's lining up way too well. Like you can't just do this in football and expect to win. Like it's just not how it works out. And like I was cautious about my words. Like I hated hard knocks. I loved watching it, but like I hated, you know, like there was one scene where they're like, hey boys, like. We're going to be in every fucking game this year because this is our quarterback. And I'm like, I I mean, that's just not going to end well. Like, I I just knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Did it break your heart to see Garrett Wilson? What he, Did you see what he said today? Oh, my that's God, bad. dude. Like, the Aaron Rodgers, he was like, sorry, kid. Dude, that, that's like I, like, I feel bad for Rodgers. Like, he, it sounded like, I don't know if it was all for the camera, but, like, sounded like he completely – turned over a new leaf, you know, like he got almost like a second wind at the back end of his career. Like he was like, bro, I want to play till I'm 45. Like this is incredible. And then just to see it, you know, the whole pregame, like I had chills watching it. It's just like, boom. I don't even see him complete a pass as a fan. Like, I don't know if he's done or not, but like it happened so quickly and it was just like, my phone didn't stop blowing. And I was just like, this is, absolutely bonkers right now but was your brother was your brother there yeah Avery? Avery was there he said like we didn't talk too much his phone died after but he was saying like bro this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life he's like this is a once in a lifetime like experience that's happening right now like he said the Rogers thing was the loudest he's ever heard anything in his life like he takes the American flag out to midfield um, they even start on defense. He says it's just absolutely banana lens. And then they get the ball and three plays. He's just completely done. I'm just, I have the picture of you in my head of you just leaned back on the couch, just looking 
broken. Bro, it, it was like, I, I just... That picture made me sad. Bro, I, yeah. I, I just wanted... Like, I asked my brothers, it was like, would you rather have gotten a taste of what it was like to have Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback as a fan, or would you rather this, or it's just like, there's no other reality. It's, this is what you got. Like, I did not... I wanted to see him just march down the field and be jaw to the floor, like, oh my God, how did he fit that in that window? And... I saw him scramble three times and then get sacked. It's almost like if you would have got through that first game, like, would you have felt better? Like, this is all hypothetical now, but like, would you have felt better if you would have got through the first game, even if you would have lost, be like, all right, Rogers threw some ball. And like, now you're like, okay, like now we're, now we're going. But like that first, I know exactly what you're saying. Like, I kind of felt the same way with Deshaun on Sunday too. I'm like, this is a wet game. I don't like any of this. Yeah. Something's going to happen. Like, like, I don't like it. Week one is just the, the – and we saw it across the league. I mean, Dobbins again, uh, the tackle for Seattle, like Conklin for the Browns. There's so, so many season ending injuries week one that's just like – if you get bro, through week one without – That happens I mean, every year every week year. one. And that's every what year. like – I you know, you're just expecting like a, a skill guy, you know, where like – it's just like the quarterback ones are weird. Because yeah, you know, such, they happen, but it, it's very like sporadically, you know. It was such and a weird tackle too. It was just like such a weird, like everything about it was just place. weird, oh. bro. Everything yeah. was weird, and that's what, dude. Like, what did I say an hour before the game? They're like, "How are you feeling?" I'm like, "Dude, I'm terrified." Like, as a fan, like, it's just you can't get excited. It's football. I mean, you take it week by week, obviously, but like football in general is such a crapshoot because of how physical it is. You don't know what's going to happen. It's you have no idea. And that's why, like, I don't, obviously it was sick to watch the pregame stuff, but I was like, bro, it's week one. This is the longest season ever. Especially if you have all those hopes and dreams of going deep into a postseason. like, yeah, build it up, do it. But I was like, I really hope this doesn't come crashing down. And it did. But like, also, like you also had an insane finish. Like that's yeah. I mean that. So that's what I. So again, how many times last year were the Jets were like, oh my god, it's a one score game, and then it's just like, ah, didn't score. And so I didn't get like excited, excited until the fourth. I think Allen threw his third pick, and I don't know. And then I was like, Fumbled I, I, I kind of, I was like, holy shit! If they just manage some points, like this is going to be, they might win. And then he fumbled the next possession, and that's when I was like, I mean, if they lose this game, I'm not, I'm literally. Not <laughs> who's your, who's your? We we should wrap this up. We got to get to yeah, baseball, yeah. or else people are going to kill us. But who's your dream signing? What's your dream move at QB? Just write my it dream, out. My dream move would be. Jameis. James. No, my dream move Please. is to have Zach Wilson just completely. I mean, again, like you, it would be so sick if he, you know, the guy like hometown or not hometown, like homegrown talent, like completely flips his career around. Aaron Rodgers is there mentoring him. And then like, I mean, again, it's a little bit different. The team in 09 and 2010 was were better with the O-line, but like Mark Sanchez did it back-to-back years brought them to the AFC championship game. You know, like there's been guys who have been facilitated Brock, Brock Purdy. Yeah. That team is obviously loaded, but like, doesn't all have to be Tom Brady and, you know, Peyton Manning, but obviously it helps. But I think that like, that would be my dream scenario for him too. Like that would be such a sick, like 
he knows come all the way back. Yeah, yeah like that's be- crazy, bro. Like, there's no way he has any social media. There's no way that he's listening or reading anything because you can't, bro. Like, you can see it. it it's just uh, like, but again, I will say, if Mike White did what he did last night, they would be chanting Mike's Mike White's name everywhere. But it's just because like he threw an interception. It was an ugly one. And kind of just manage the game the rest of the way. It's just like, oh, you know, you don't know what you're going to get, which is true. But it's Tom, warranted. Close, Tom, close your ears. But if they give him the Trey Turner treatment, he might be nasty. Bro, <laughs> like, I, I was joking, but, like, not joking. That that would be insane. But, like, you, there are some things on Twitter, like, I've seen. They're like, bro, this is what we got. Like, let's ride with him. You know, all the reports from camp are saying, like, he's completely, you know, taking a, a, a huge step forward. You never know. You never know. And the and, rest of the roster is like, so good. Yeah, and, like, my thing is, like, you can't, I, I don't want them to do what they did last year, which, again, they had to. Their hands were tied. He was in a bad spot, like, where it's just, hey, let's just run eye formation and hope that one of our running backs breaks something deep. But I think you have to at least just say, hey, bro, we're going to open the playbook. If you throw some interceptions, you throw some interceptions, but we have to at least give the defense something to respect. You have to just throw the ball. We, we let Ian leave for one week, and this turns into a football. I mean, we I we could go love on. Love it. For I could, hours. We could talk about football five hours. Well, Lions I did and Brownies won it. All all three of our yeah. teams won it. Yeah. Thank you, thank yep. you, yep. thank you, Dakota. That was good. Tom, you're a gi- Tom, you're a Giants Tom, guy, right? Oh no, yeah, Tom, you got to. Oh, I was no. I was like all three of us. So I, I watched the worst game of my life on Sunday. There's only oh, 31 peak. franchises left in the NFL because Tom's Giants got absolutely deleted off the face of the earth on Sunday. Can I say one thing though? So please, uh, please. My my girlfriend Liz and I, we've been watching Hard Knocks. I've been trying to get her into football. We watched Hard Knocks. She loved it. She decided she was going to be a Jets fan. Oh, she's done. Every game she watched was last night. She's done. <laughs> Is she though? That was the most exciting game ever. How'd you let her choose the Jets? Well, so the thing is, I'm a Giants fan, and some people were like. Are you going to step into my life? I because I was telling people my life, and they're like, "Are you going to step in?" And I was like, "If she wants to be a Jets fan, that's a tough life. I've made that clear to her. But if she wants to go down that path, she's more than welcome to." Bro, I sound like a crazy fan, but like I've like last night, it was just like, "No, nah, this isn't real. Like, there's no way. There's going to be a report that says we'll be back in five weeks. Like, there's just no way the fucking fourth play or third play on offense." Well, that's the thing. So I looked at her after that, after the play, and then when they were finally carting him off, and I said, "Well, welcome to being a Jets fan now." Because that's Bro, and like it's it's, it's, it's funny, but it's like it's not funny. It's like scary. It's like what no, did Joe Namath actually sell his soul for a Super Bowl? Didn't it happen to Testaverde too? Like yeah, nineteen ninety nine blew his Achilles out. That's unbelievable. Like what the fuck? This is okay. I will say that like the fact that all three of our teams, the three probably the three most Snake bitten franchises in all of football went three and zero this weekend is impressive. So, yep, Cleveland is Cleveland elves. Oh, shut up, Tom! You <laughs> pointed to your two your these two fingers. Where are you wearing your rings? Like here? I uh, we got four of them, so I got to put them all over my fingers. Oh, Ooh. save it! All right, Scott, go back, Scott. Wasn't that football talk brought to us by somebody? Uh, it was. It was brought to you know. I didn't see what brand he was wearing. Uh, but Garrett Wilson's catch in that game was insane. Insane. But insane. That's, fucking stupid. That, that's that, when that's that's when I officially made a noise on the couch. I was like, holy fuck. 
but you know who he, he, he probably could have caught it like you know he like tipped it back to himself he probably could have caught it one-handed if he was wearing bruce bolt batting gloves yeah Bingo. bruce bolt if you watch me play this is written for ian if you watch me play you know i wear batting gloves with a lightning bolt on them they're called bruce bolts a family-owned business in <laughs> texas actually started by a 16 year old that's cool i didn't know that very nice i think they're the best batting gloves in baseball i do too when you may not know what you may not know is bruce bolt also makes performance shorts that are insanely comfortable they do they do can i it's your first time listening to our pod he reads it every week i haven't heard this one yeah can i oh well can i get can i get some shorts some somebody talk to the boss Made of super light four-way stretch material, they're perfect for BP working out at the gym, wearing them to school, or just hanging out. They're basically like Lululemon or Viore type, okay? Get behind that. But also made for athletes. Bear, the founder of Bruce Bolt, says, it's the short for our sport. They come in two different lengths, five-inch inseam and seven-inch inseam, and the five-inch inseam has its own built-in boxer brief. A bunch of different colors. Black and gray are my personal favorites. I agree, Ian. Uh, go buy yours at brucebolt.us. That's brucebolt.us and get the best gear in the game. Bruce Bolt. Well done, Scotty. Well done. Thank you. Oh, Scotty, what do you got next for us? Well, I just wanted to kind of generally ch- one last thing on football. Is, and it's, it's related to baseball. I promise, Tom. I promise. You'll, Tom, this one's just for Tom. Trust him, Tom. Trust him. How do I sound, by the way? Is my I got headphones if I need to put those in. I my you mic sound, middle of the episode, too late for that. You sound great. All right. Um <laughs> Jimmy Donovan. Uh Jimmy Donovan, the great broadcaster for the Cleveland Browns and the radio network. Um, he called the game, but he's been battling leukemia, so he's gonna go back into treatments for it. Unbelievable broadcaster, Cleveland spoiled, Cleveland Sports are spoiled with great radio announcers, Tom Hamilton, Fred McLeod, RIP. Uh, but uh, I, ever, I, ever, I ever told you my Tom Hamilton story. Can I, can I hear it after I finish this? Uh-oh, Cause I'm wow. rolling. <laughs> I'm rolling. Keep going, um, Scotty. In, in his place uh, on the Browns radio network will be uh John boy media uh, employee, Chris Rose, former Cleveland area native as well. So that's kind of cool. Um, excited to listen to him. He did NFL network for a long time, I believe. Um, and he's great on his podcast here on this platform. So very cool for Chris. Okay. Uh, Tom, said, please. I'm kind of Tom rolling Hill. right now. <laughs> I was. Let me cook. Let me man. cook, Tom. Yellow him cook. I'm good. Um, no, no. I want to hear it because I, I love Tom Hamilton. Tom Hamilton, I grew up listening to him. I would love to hear it. I know you were in broadcasting, so please. I When I was working for the Yankees in 19, uh, Tom Hamilton, they had like, they switched how the radio stats were for the radio broadcasters in 18. So a lot of them would still request the stats in the old format, which was just like a lot of, uh, like a lot of extra work. And I have to say a lot of the broadcast crews, not a particularly thankful that we were doing a lot of extra work for them. Tom Hamilton, I went in to give it to him and it was a Sunday morning before an afternoon game. And he was like, the, he was genuinely the, probably the nicest person I've ever talked to in my entire life. He spent, he, he was like, oh, thank you so much for printing these out. I know that it's such a hassle, whatever. And then he was just asking me about my life and found out I was a broadcaster. And then he started asking me, like, all these questions about my career. And I was like, "What? you're Tom Hamilton. Like, why do you care where I've called games? He It was genuinely one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in baseball. So I just wanted to shout out Tom Hamilton because he's obviously a super talented broadcaster, but also a super genuine human being. And that was awesome to meet him. He 
I, I, you hear like you, I mean, honestly, I've watched so much baseball from my couch this summer, just not being able to play it. And you watch these different games. I've watched a lot of Zach's broadcasts and learned their broadcasters, but like Tom Hamilton, I think was one of the most highly respected broadcasters in, in baseball and all sports and growing up, listening to him. I'm not kidding. Like falling asleep to him, listening to the games, like late at night. I'm like literally like a little clock radio. Um, so yes, great man. But yes, anyways, Chris Rose. How we how we feeling, guys? You guys are playing. We're we're playing. We're coming down the stretch. Um, how let's let's how we feeling? It's it's September. How are the bodies? Good. I my uh, I could be better all around, top to bottom. More yeah. so, Tom. Top mental. Oh yeah, mental, physical, everything, all of it. But we'll grind it's through just it, right? Need a new body in general. Need That's the best brain. part of the off season. You come, it, it comes, and you kind of rest for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, all right, let's keep going. Uh, Zach, you played the Reds tonight. Did you talk to Votto? <laughs> no, I didn't get on base. No. Thanks for bringing it up, Scott. Thanks, Scott. <laughs> well, I mean, like, did you I see threw a ball away, too, if you want to bring that one up. <laughs> okay, well, did you see him pregame or anything? Or No, I didn't. Okay, well – are you planning on saying hello? Because we did. You guys did the podcast with him. Um, I saw him in AAA this year. We talked when he was rehabbing. He remembered it was pretty cool. It was uh, when he was really going through it during rehab. So, you know, to see him kind of come back. Obviously, it stinks against us, but um, you know, he has a bunch of homers for little amount of games played. It's pretty cool because he. I mean, he was grinding. I don't know if he wasn't healthy, but you could just tell it was wearing on him. But yeah, I mean, he seems like he's loving loving that team. He can't. He's come out and said a few times, right? Like. You know, this is a really special team. I feel young again, or being this young with these guys is awesome. It's a fun team. It's a fun team to watch. Yeah. Where are they at? They're a game back of a wild card right now. Yeah, you're welcome, Reds. Are Hunter Green and Nick Lodolo back yet? Hunter Green yeah. Hunter Green just came back, I believe. Um, I think Nick Lodolo might be redone for the year. Mm. Scotty. Yes. Can we circle back to when you asked how we're doing? We neglected to ask how your rehab is going. Oh, it's good. How's 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 the throwing? How's the wing? Wings good. Games, lives? <sighs> Not games. Uh, lives soon, hopefully. Getting getting near the end. It's been a it's been a grind in of itself. I think today is actually no tomorrow. Tomorrow will be eleven months. So we're getting to the end. full full go for next spring. That's the plan. Locked and loaded. That's the plan. Um, yeah, finish up here. Throw a little bit more. And uh, shut down for a little bit and then kind of have like a normal ish offseason. I've kind of throughout this process, I've kind of tried to pick uh, as many guys who have been through its like brains to see like how much time they took off initially. And it's kind of an interesting timeline because a lot of guys come back in the middle of a season and have like two, mo- like it's, it, it generally seems like I know Chad Green, um, someone I've talked to a lot because he was down here with the Blue Jays with the Yankees previously. He just came back a couple weeks ago, I think cool to see him come back but i feel like guys generally come back uh mid-season and kind of have to grind it out and then get like an extended break so my my break will kind of be like when i would be ready to pitch would be the off season so shut down kind of have a, a regular-ish break and um yeah be ready for be ready for next year that's the plan that is kind of weird that like by the time you're like back it's like oh the season's over so yeah. it's kind of like how much do you really do like once it ends yeah. you know like you kind of just relax 
And we've had guys down here be in the middle of their rehab and they're building up to go play rehab games. And I'm just like, all right, like my build up is just, you know, make sure we're good. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. Scott, can I ask you? Thanks for asking. Please. Is it more frustrating or is has it been frustrating, I guess, knowing that at the end of this, you don't get to throw? Like a lot of guys, obviously, that's the, at the end of this, you're getting your hope. You know, you'd hope to get back and help your team. Is it frustrating going through the whole process? And at the end, it's like, like you're just back to resting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've kind of thought about that. I mean, I think at this point, just because of my whole year has been throwing and just kind of doing the same thing, just building up gradually, I'll be ready for a break physically for sure. No doubt. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I always want to be out there. Um, and you know, I've been around the team a handful of times this summer and, you know, you, you get, you get in the clubhouse for a little bit when they come down to the Rays and whenever see them in Miami, like you get in the clubhouse, it's like, Oh yeah. Like miss it. Like you feel it even more so. So yeah, from that aspect I do, but I don't know. That's a, that's a hard question to answer. I guess I'll have to get back to you in, I don't know, a month or so, but yeah, I mean, I think phys- like from a physical perspective, I'll, I'm, you know, ready for a break at the end of this and, you know, kind of shift my, once it happened, I kind of completely shifted my gears to like, this is my timeline. Kind of take it and focus all your attention on being ready for 24. So. Can I ask you one other question? Cause I don't think we get to hear about this as much. So you could talk about it as much as you want. Like, I don't know how much of this is like secret, but what's been the process like? I don't think a lot of fans know what your last year has been like. You know, they hear that the sun guy gets a TJ, you know, gets TJ, and then they know they're gone for a year. But what happens during that year? It's difficult in a lot of different ways that you wouldn't like really necessarily think of. Definitely the mental aspect has kind of hit me in the last like couple months or so. Um, once you kind of really hit a wall of like, all right, I've kind of been here for four months or so and kind of just gradually building up. But it's really, I think the best way to, put it um you kind of like break things up into like digestible moments like whether it's like building up to 60 feet for throwing or building up to 90 feet building up the volume so you kind of just like break into like two week chunks where you're focusing not too far ahead not trying to do day to day to day you kind of say like all right like i'm gonna try to you know get to this point for today to set me up for next week or whatever but basically i've been here in tampa throwing pretty much every day for I guess since February February when camp started was right when I started uh my throwing progression and yeah you kind of just build up you go from like three days a week to four days a week to five days a week move back move the volume up I was up to like 70 throws at one point like in my catch play like you you definitely like have to get that volume in to make sure your new ligament can make sure your new ligament knows that like, Hey, it's, we're going to put some tension on this. Like we're, we're going to, this is what this is for. So just kind of retraining your arm to do what you've kind of done. And once you get to the point where you're comfortable enough, like start touching the mound with, you know, with fastballs and kind of progressively working off speed. I'm kind of right where I'm at right now. It's like getting all my pitches off the mound and everything. Hopefully throw a few lives here soon and, and shut it down. But it's kind of just like a long progressive, buildup of just a lot, a lot of throwing and, and maintaining your, your recovery and your body throughout that. Those when uh, you say the mental side, sorry, go ahead, Zach. No, I was going to say those lives are going to be awesome because you can really treat yeah. them. You can treat them as, you know, like, Hey, this is, this is, these are my games for this year. Obviously it yeah. sucks, but 
you know, like you've done a really good job mentally, you know, and obviously you've had the days where you've, you know, you've texted me like, fuck, man, you know, I wish I was out there or, you know, this sucks, but I don't think watching, you know, watching it hasn't really deterred you from anything. And you know that you have those lives at the end of the year, which is going to be great, you know, for you mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to those and it, yeah, just to kind of get each step you kind of get, like, once you like check off that box, like, I remember like when I went back to 75 feet throwing for the first time, like, this is great. Like I had like a huge, like rush of adrenaline just from doing that. So like each time you kind of hit a milestone. Yeah. It gives you confidence that, you know, it's working. And the, unfortunately, the process is kind of like perfected by PTs around the game and, and around the sport now because it's been so common that, you know, the, the people that help you and our PTs are, have been great. They've seen it so many times that, you know, you just kind of follow the path of here it is, you know, pay attention to how your body feels and kind of just like, you know, take each, it just takes time. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's the hardest thing mentally, I think is just, it takes time and you kind of have to be patient at some points, but, um, you just kind of try to stay as even keel as possible throughout it. And we've, we have a good group down here. We've been, you know, everybody's been super supportive. We've had, you know, a couple of time John guys here, a couple other surgery guys here. So it's been small group, but really good. You know, we all show up to the field every day and, um, you know, take care of our business and, and have, have fun doing it. So, and the buildup is like a million throws, like it's isn't it more throws than like, I just seen oh, yeah. people rehab it. And I was like, the program is like, you make so many throws every day. Like, even if you're going to 75 feet, it's like 50 throws. Yeah. And I'm like a reliever. So like as a starter, yeah. you're even like, if you're building up for like six, seven innings, like, yeah, obviously guys don't do that right out of the shoot, but it, you know, it's, it's a lot. And I think that kind of takes the, back to Tom's question of like the, you know, ready for a break kind of thing. Like I have been throwing, like I haven't pitched this summer, but I have been throwing a lot. So, yeah, you know, you kind it is, it is a toll on your body, especially like a new part of for sure. your body. So, but yeah, thanks for asking guys. We'll get you right back to this Scott Afros led episode of the Compound Podcast. But first, as you might have heard at the top of this episode, football is back. Another week of Epic Games are coming up, and who's got you covered on action for every single one of them? The DraftKings Sportsbook, that's who. An official sports betting partner of the National Foot. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Get in on the NFL action for week two with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code COMPOUND to sign up. New customers can bet just $5 and take home 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with code COMPOUND. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. 
void in Ontario. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. I have a question for the group. Yes. It came out last week that the Angels said they would be open to trading Mike Trout if he requested it. I am curious, what does that return look like? I don't know, but I think that's a good play from them to try to, to try to get back some of the shit they missed on with Otani, you know, some of the other guys they traded for the for Gilito and Lopez. I think it's smart. You know, I feel like obviously you kind of have to cut your losses at this point. I mean, I don't know what their system looks like. I don't know anything about them, but obviously it was a miss at the deadline, which is tough because you want to show like I don't blame them one bit. They for, went for it, you know, and it just didn't work out like it is what it is, you know. But now I, I think you kind of have to start over again, because if you you're going to lose Otani for free, most likely, and then you're just going to have trout there again. You know, it's tough. It's t- and I, I don't blame them whatsoever for it. I feel yeah. like they'd get. So much back, like we How talked much? about the Otani one when around the deadline, when there was rumors they'd trade him and he would have obviously drawn more just because yeah. he does both. But like. The return for Mike Trout, like the best player in baseball outside of Otani, like it, it has to be the farm system. Like you give us two MLB ready players and three young top prospects. Like it's got to be a ton. I don't even know what that trade would like. Like, how do you start that discussion? I, I, like, hey, we want everyone you have. How I don't even know how many years he has left. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like he just has forever. He has forever left. It's like yeah, eight years, I feel like, left, right? Yeah, because he just signed an extension, didn't he, like, pretty yeah. recently? So, I mean, it's like – it's almost a, like – like, <laughs> if you're a team trying to make that trade, it's like, how do you even start? He's, he's under be contract. Trading guys, if you're trading, like, a big league-ready guy, if it ha- – okay, how many years, Dakota? He's he's under contract until 2030, so it'd be seven years of my So, track. if you have a big league a – bi- just think about this. If you have a big league-ready guy that you're trading away – that guy, by the time Mike Trout's contract is done, will be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. through our and through like that is a and that's a long time in a baseball player's career. Like getting to arb and then through arb and then into free agency. And if you trade a guy that's just like, yeah, here's a seven year trade partner, basically. Um, I think they do it. I think the Yanks go and get him. <laughs> I think they have to. I think would you trade? Gotta, would you trade? They got to. Martian for it. Oh, poor guy. Who's the, also who's Martian? Poor guy. Just had uh, Jason Dominguez. Poor That's guy. What I'm also. saying you trade him. Oh, he's the Martian. You give him, you know, next year to to rehab, and then you trade him. And but you'd have to give up him and like three oh, other really yeah, good no, no, players. No, no, you know I what know. I mean? Like that's the crazy part. I, yeah, I, I don't even know how you would start because then you have to look so far to the future of what you can and can't do. But like, again, it's Mike Trout. I mean, it's, it's a guy you have a conversation about for sure. So Trout's starting to give me Ken Griffey Jr. Energy where that the first half of his career is going to be talked about as one of the greatest players of all time. But I'm worried the second half is injury plagued. Obviously, if you get a chance to get a player like Mike Trout, I think you just by definition have to do it, but I would be, I would definitely, I'm definitely wary because I, 
the injuries have started to pile up. He's now past 30 years old. He's under contract until he's 38. So that's, I mean, again, yeah. it's out get him, but like, there's definitely, there's definitely more concern than there would have been two years ago. Like, let's it'd say be, it'd be very Yankees. No oh, offense. So no he, offense. It'd be very Yankees to go get him, And then they're like, they're back. They're the Yankees. And then he just doesn't pan out. You know what I mean? Like you said, like, can't stay healthy. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, it's Mike Trout. Like Tom said, <laughs> it's Mike Trout. Like if you can do it, do it. But it's again, I, like, I don't even know what team it like, yeah, it hopefully like, works out. It's Scotty, uh, like Scotty boys with judgy and Trouty. Try managers of a fantasy football team. Just the gang. <laughs> just the boys hanging out. Scott yeah. F. Frost, Aaron Judge, and Mike Trout. One of these is not like the other. No offense, Scott. One's a Browns fan. Bingo. Yankees famously in that draft thought they had they were the only team that knew about him. The Angels took him one spot before. They all they all claimed the Yankees were going to take him at 28. Really? Wow, way, way to cover your tracks, Yankees. That'd be obviously much easier to say that in retrospect than at the time. We don't know. But yeah. At, at the, the time, they weren't like, oh, we were taking him. Man. He was like a high school guy from Jersey, though. So I think they thought they had him. But if he went to Philly and just went out to all the Eagles games, what about him and Bryce together? That'd be kind of, that'd be kind of sweet. That's what, dude, I saw potential if, if, they, if he goes there and it would just be an absolutely loaded lineup. They support, oh, they support their players there. They don't boo him. I'm Speaking of speaking of Trey Turner earlier, uh, I meant to bring him up. I kind of just looked at his like on MLB page, like his last fifteen and thirty or whatever. He's hitting like three. I got I got the numbers. I, like I sent it 30. in our group text, and Tom Tom noticeably ignored it. Okay, go ahead. It was since August 4th. This was four days ago. Since August 4th, he was hitting 376, 13 homers, 34 ribbies, 1216 OPS, 20 game home hitting streak. Stupid. I found one today Dumb. that is updated because he has 15 homers now and Oops. he's sec- second in baseball to only his teammate Kyle Schwarber in that span. That's insane. Surprised. You're a. Hey. Ex-college teammate, Kyle Schwarber of Scott and Frost. He's hit so many homers this year. Yeah, that team's getting hot again. Really hot. I feel like if you're going to – if in any sport, if you're going to do it and go deep in the playoffs, you do what the Phillies are doing. Like, you don't go out to a crazy hot start. Yeah. Like, I think you kind of – you know, weather the storm and then kind of figure it out to the middle towards the end, and then you look up and you're like, holy shit. Like, the only reason why this team's not in first is because the Braves are the fucking monsters. <laughs> they literally are. That that ball Acuna hit to dead center off of Wainwright. Stupid like, I don't, I don't understand. I actually don't understand the physics behind how the. So he hit the heat. He hit the heater off of him. The first pitch. That he just like, like two ironed it to dead center. Crazy. But then the curveball that he hit to center. And then. I don't understand. How does that below the zone? I don't understand. Wainwright, I think, like they had a picture of me. He's like, How He's like he, Oh my God. Like, what the hell was that? Bro, their team is hitting five, or they're slugging over 500. Matt Olson just hit his 51st homer this year. Matt Olson is maybe the best acquisition in a yeah, while bro. by a team that they've, they've done. I mean, you could go on for a long time about what they've done over the years to just put themselves in, in position like this a year after year. And this year seems like the best year and they keep just getting better. It's crazy. I mean, and they're just sitting there with like, you think forward to the playoffs, like you got Spencer Strider and Max Fried as your one and two, like 
they're throwing twice in a series. Like, good luck. You have to beat one of them yeah. to beat them. I think they get my my guy Jesse Chavez back soon too in the bullpen. After he, I mean, that team is shattered his knee. They're a juggernaut. We'll get you right back to compound, but it's time for your favorite chant. Chant it with me at home. Ready? E R C. E-R-C. Omega Accounting Solutions is an official partner of the Chicago Cubs and a presenting partner of this, the Compound Podcast for the 2023 season, tapping into the team's strong association with the Midwest's small business community. Omega wants to work with the Cubs to help small businesses throughout Chicago and the greater Midwest learn about the employee retention credit. That is the titular E-R-C that we chant. Omega was recently named the number one best ERC company for getting your ERC funds by Merchant Maverick, a small business comparison and review site. Don't miss out on your small business tax credit, even if you got the PPP loan. There's still time to find out if you qualify and file your claim. Call 800-643-CUBS or visit smallbusinesscashback.com slash cubs now for a free consultation. Everyone ready? E-R-C. E-R-C. Thank you to our friends at Omega Accounting Solutions. The Yankees played a sweet set of games today. Have to talk a little Yankee ball. One, two, and a doubleheader. You can Very also fun. talk about their game against the Brewers the other day. Uh, yes, I had that on my list. That was one of the also insane, like most insane game. It was obviously like no hitter throughout 10. But like once the extras hit, it was just back and forth with an crazy collection of plays that Weimer play yeah was nuts and then Stanton hits a homer to tie it Volpe has a hit and then my guy Higgy with the walk-off I think that was his first walk-off Tom do you have that stat first career walk-off I know it was his first of the season I didn't see if it was his first career who was it that had the no-hitter for the Brewers too Burns and Williams and Burns and then Williams you think do you think you like come into there like guys come on like just just (laughs) one but it was Garrett. Run. It was Garrett Please. throwing it outside. So it's like, like yeah, it's, true. It's it's the it was the best pitcher's duel of the season. Yeah, that is gross. I mean, is... yeah, like without a doubt. Um, yeah, you got to come in and be like, guys, like, I'm, yeah, you, you see what I'm doing out there. That was a cool one. That was a really cool one to to watch because yeah, it's obviously no fun getting no hit for ten innings, but then to kind of stay in it twice. I think they came back twice because I think the Brewers scored. In the top half in the 11th and the 12th. Mm-hmm. They did. And One in the they, 11th, two in the 12th. And they matched in both and then walked it off uh, in the 13th. Was, and you know, that was That's hard to do. That's hard, really hard to do. You know who got the, you know who got the win that game? Uh, yeah, Miswitz. Misavich. Misavich. Misavich? Anthony right, Misavich. Okay, so he pitched tonight again, too. And I meant to bring this up, and it's kind of a topic. They They – we won our we won a doubleheader today. It got rained out yesterday, so we played Boston twice. We won a doubleheader today. All the the you know the the horses kind of threw the first game, Clay and Wandy and Tommy, and then we had three guys that I think it was well Anthony's second outing yep. with the Yankees, and then Zach McAllister and Matt Bowman made their Yankee debuts. Clean innings. The second game got through three scoreless in a one run ball game in Fenway, and all three of them have had. Like very, like, like as a reliever, it was really cool to see because it's not ever an easy journey for a lot of guys when you stay in the game this long. But you kind of look at all their track records. Like Anthony's, I think, been on three teams this year, Dakota. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's with the he was with, with, the, Tigers, bit, yeah. with the Tigers. Yeah, I mean a guy like like he's been kind of all over the country this entire summer, and to have a moment like that, like he had a huge punch out, like and I I think the bases were loaded, like really really cool. I was watching it, and you know ha- have a moment like that with the Yankees in Fedway, like that, you know, like regardless of the records right now is is awesome to see. And then Matt Bowman. First big league game since 2019. I got to know him a little bit in the spring training this year. Really good dude. Had a couple surgeries, been with a couple teams, and <clears throat> got the chance to throw tonight, leverage in the eighth. And then Zach McAllister with the Cleveland teams that I used to watch growing up um, comes in and first outing since 2018, I believe, dropped his arm slot. So I love the, the sidearm appreciation for sure. So Really cool to see the three guys kind of string it together and sweeping a doubleheader in the big leagues is not Especially an easy task. The, so, on the road, too. Uh, yeah. On the, on the road, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was in cool. Sep- in September. In September, yeah. So that was, that was cool to see. Those guys are those guys are grinding right now and, you know, back above 500, which is, you know, I know it feels good. So um, you know, I just wanted to shout them out for sure. Heck, yeah. Tom's pumped. Tom's pumped. AOS is insane. I saw the – Mariners were the hottest team ever, and then they have lost their last four, and the Rangers have won their next four, and now the Mariners are like a half game out. Like, just all of a sudden, they're out of the wild card. Like a horse race. It's just like they're like coming down the stretch, and they keep just jockeying for a position. I I really don't know. I really do not know who's going to win that. I mean, I said it like last week or two weeks ago. I said one of the Rangers, Blue Jays, or Mariners isn't making the playoffs, which is – well, I guess Astros too could. You never know. Like, that's crazy that one of those teams isn't going to go, and any of them, you could argue, could win the whole thing. I agree. The AL East is also just disgusting. I agree. The uh, Orioles become the first team ever to beat everybody at least once in a season. Because well, it's the first time that yeah, they beat everybody. Team now, Tom hates it. First time this year. Yeah. That's a crazy stat, though. Yeah. So, so they never – they haven't been – does that mean they haven't been? Well, I guess you can be swept, but if you play the team again, play them again, right? Wow, I saw a fun stat from a researcher, Dalton Feely. He's a huge fan of Wade Miley, and Wade pitched against. So the am I. Had a chance to. I don't know if you knew this, Scott. He had a chance to get a win against all thirty major league teams if he beat the Yankees, and unfortunately for him, oh, that was his last one. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I don't know when he's going to play the Yankees again. So that would have been his. That would have been his thirtieth. He was with. When we went to New York last year, he started uh, the first game on Friday night. We played against them when we were with the Cubbies together, and he had to come out for an injury in the third inning. And that game went to 13 as well. That was his last team. Wow, I did not know that. Wade is the ultimate locker room presence for sure. Yeah, when he rehabbed with us even in Iowa, he was incredible. He's the best. He He's he's one of those guys that, like, if you have, if you have him on your team, you are a better team because of it. For sure. Did the Cubs win? No, they lost six lost four. Six, four. Ah. Did Ian I got a get... spider on my blinds right now and on my ceiling, and I'm just eyeing them down, waiting to kill them. You don't like bugs? Heck no. Hate them. Does anybody, does anybody like bugs? I just no. keep staring at this one to make sure it's not moving towards me. That's a good point, Zach. That's why Dakota doesn't eat. <laughs> I don't know if I'm telling tales out of school, but it's why Dakota doesn't eat breakfast outside. <laughs> oh. You're insane if you think I'd eat outdoors. Why would I do that? Why would I want bugs around my food? If you're, you're eating joke. outside, Dakota's like, it has to be in a closed space. 
and there can't be any like sort of birds or we tried, you tried to have a sit at a picnic table in the grass and eat breakfast. I could feel the, the ticks table. on my legs. It was the only table at mullets on a Saturday. Shut up. It mullets. wasn't worth it. I would have rather starved. Shout out mullets in Des Moines, Iowa. I walked home. I didn't eat. That was crazy. Like this is insane. I'm with you. Eating outside, not for me. Oh, it's disgusting. Like, just, they ask inside or outside at the restaurant. I'm always like inside, never outside. Oh, they offer it. I'm like, are you crazy? In New York City, like, well, yeah, I want the taxis right by my food. Thanks. Yeah, perfect. That's a crazy move. That's that's a that's a wild move. Like, I get you when you have to do it, like during COVID when everything was outside. But like, if you have the option now, inside always. Yeah, but sometimes like the patio is nice if you're like at a place that like. Yeah, it's enclosed. Patio is nice to drink on. I, I don't want to eat my food on the patio. I've lost visual on spider number two. It's behind my blinds now. I'm nervous. Okay. Scotty, way to bounce back after that opening reading. We got we got one more. You got one more thing to pass. Yeah, I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. Do the screen time. Screen times. Uh let's see. Thank God we're not doing Sunday screen time. Mine would be I mean, mine's I'd, gonna be I'd, high I'd be in, from, mine's I'd be in, gonna be high I stayed up till later in the night just to cry over. I cannot believe how much football I watched on Sunday. Like it was football was coming out of my eyeballs. I bought red zone for our bus ride home. I was watching it the whole way home. I love that out of you. Yeah. Good thing it wasn't on uh, Sunday because our Sloan screen times would have been very, very high uh, from checking scores and stats and all that fun stuff. Uh, Sloan is the world's leading manufacturer of commercial plumbing systems. Uh, The company is at the forefront of the green building movement and provides smart, sustainable, and hygienic restroom solutions by manufacturing water-efficient products, including flush-o-meters, faucets, sink systems, soap dispensers, and fixtures for commercial, industrial, and institutional markets worldwide. To learn more, visit Sloan.com. That's Sloan.com. Thank you to Sloan for sponsoring the screen time for today. Let's see if I can pull it up. Oh, what a great screen time. From, no no chance this is real. I was 12 and 4. <laughs> I wanted to say three <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Four minutes. What, what, what was it? Three minutes? <laughs> oh, what a great screen time. I didn't even look at my phone today. <laughs> <laughs> well, it said, you know when you swipe over, it says like, it, it, it takes a second to load. Like it said, yeah. four hours. It said four hours. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. Uh, but it, it was not four hours. It's seven hours and 24 minutes. Oh, my God, Scotty. I was waiting for you guys. What am I supposed to do? Mine was six hours, five minutes. So thank you for saving me last place. Zach Fine. won with a disgusting score. Yeah, 518. My time yesterday. Oh, I will say that I will say that a lot of this 724 was after midnight last night uh looking at we all the we don't Twitter. we don't we don't take excuses here scott oh it's not yeah, an excuse yeah. i'm just saying it's all, it was front loaded from mm-hmm. like the uh-huh. roger stuff the roger stuff on twitter and and tom and this is the second time i've had a good score for me and it's been a day i could have won and came up just short 534 hey you competed well i lost though so yes god finished last, which is tough to do i really have a lot of problems I would say me and you have the same like job now because like it's just <laughs> you had a blitz. We have to be on our phones because I would go insane if I wasn't during this recap. 
Um, okay. What was yours, Zach? 5.18. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, what time's your game tomorrow, pal? 6.40. Oh, okay. Dakota, Dakota oh, is, uh, for those at home. It's on the ceiling. Dakota's got a nice shoe hand going. Oh, oh, we got it. Where'd it go? Everything else is going to be dropped. It's just going to be this on YouTube. You have to watch the YouTube. I don't know where it went, man. Oh, I see it. No, I don't see it. Switch over to YouTube. That's called branding. Oh, I got it. All right, I killed one. Sorry, keep going. You can close it out. I was just... No, that's... Uh... Oh, oh, it's moving. It's moving. Die. Okay. All right. Great job. Zach, here to go to bed. Okay. That is episode, episode 170... 175. 175 of the Compound Podcast presented by Parsley Rum. Uh, maybe that spider would have liked some Parsley Rum as his last drink. Uh, but yeah. you didn't get the option. So thanks for, thanks for uh, letting me guest host again. And um, thank you for having Thank you for coming. Thanks, on. Scott. You're welcome, Zach. Thanks, Tom. Okay. You guys have a good night. Peace. <laughs>